In this morning's gospel, Jesus is using the example of of a man, Zechariah. And he was using this to point out to us that God is constantly working to draw us to himself, draw us closer to God. And a lot of times we're totally unaware of it. And this presents us with two things. One is how God is always working to draw me closer to God. And how God wants me to love my neighbor because he can use those times to draw other people to God. And so he wants from each one of us to do two things. One is to draw us closer, and the other is to use us to draw other people to closer to God. And this is what we should be realize. Uh, for example, you're at Mass right now. Well, why are you here? You're here because God wants to draw you closer to Himself. And in drawing you closer to yourself, then that will help you to draw other people closer to God. But you know, sometimes we'll be unaware of it. You know, during through the whole Mass, Christ is always trying to get you closer to Him. For example, when you have the, the consecration, for example, you put the bread and the wine up for us and say, this is not bread and wine anymore. This is me. And there he's trying to say, trust me, have faith in me. What you see is just bread and wine. But it's more than what you see. He's trying to use that visual sight to draw you to realize, hey, he loves me. And then he gives us witness in the sacrament of the Eucharist, at communion, where he's saying, I love you very personally. I don't love you just as one of many. I love you very much. And so he says, I'm going to come to you. And I'm going to come to, to not just your person, but to, you, to your whole self. And so he comes to our body, too. Again, he's trying to show, hey, this is how much I love you, that I'm concerned about the total to you. And he says, I want to keep drawing you to, to myself. This is what he's constantly doing every day. He's always trying to use whatever you do and say to draw you closer to God. And then we have to ask ourselves, well, now, how do I respond to it? For example, when, when you leave Mass today and you go through this today, how much does that influence what you do and say? And, of course, if you notice, Christ is always trying to use it to get you to, to live t today better. 
And he's also trying to use this to help you to understand what you do and say affects others. Now, you take like, he gives the example here of Zechariah. Well, Zechariah was there just to see what Jesus was like. He had heard about Jesus. Now, if we take Zechariah, he was a tax collector, the chief tax collector. Well, they were hated by the Jews. They were looked down upon because the, the practice among the tax collectors was they would collect taxes for the Romans and they would collect more than what the Romans demanded and they'd keep it themselves. And so naturally the people were not, didn't like them. And so Zechariah was short in stature. And so he couldn't see, he couldn't get in the front. And I can imagine the reason he didn't try to push his way to the front is because the people knew him. And he thought, they'd love to kill me. And so what did he do? He went and he climbed a tree. And he did that so that he could see what Jesus was. Because he had heard and heard so much about Jesus, how he was different from the rest of the Jews. Because he loved sinners. People who were bad, he welcomed. And he wondered, well, what does he exactly look like? How does he act? And I imagine he was really surprised when Christ looked up there and he said to him, Zechariah. He says, well, how in the world would he know me? We've never met. And yet he not only called his name out, but he says, I'm going to stay at your house tonight. Well, this had to shock the Jews because they generously said, he's going to go to a place of a sinner. That, that's not what a, a good person should do. But if you notice, Jesus was giving us a lesson is he tells us the two most important things you can do is love God and love your neighbor. And if you notice how Christ was showing Zechariah that he not only knew who he was, but he considered him as a friend because he was going to go to his house. And there he's saying to us, that's why we should love our neighbor. Because if we begin to treat them as Christ wants us to treat them, uh, that's going to draw them to Christ. Because they're going to see that Christ is the one that these people are doing this because of Christ. And it's going to draw them. And even if it's a stranger and they don't know us from Adam, they're going to wonder, why is a person treating me this way. He's not treating me like most people treat me. He's thinking of me. And, you know, a lot of times we will never know what, we, what happens when we do this. 
because Christ wants to use us to draw these people to himself. Not to draw them to us, but to him. Because he's the one who can really help them and can change them. And so as a result, we frequently will be totally unaware of the result of what we do if we let Christ use our love of how we treat others, how he can draw them to God. As I sometimes remind people, I says, you know, if we do this, later on when we're in heaven, we're going to be surprised how many people up there will come up to us and say, because of the way you treated me, I changed. I now get, got, I got to heaven. And then we'll say to ourselves, it sure was a good thing I did that. Then we'll see how important it is for us to love our neighbor. Because so often when we love our neighbor, we're going to be rebuffed. We're going to be treated badly. But we have to remember, we're doing this not for me. We're doing it for Christ. And sometimes we may have to suffer. Just like you notice what happened to Zacchaeus. He had no intention of really getting to know Christ. He thought that wasn't possible. But when Christ invited him to to let him come to his house, you notice all of a sudden it dawned on him, hey, this is something different here. And so when the people around him tried to push him away, he stood up and he says, well, I'm going to give, I've been bad in the past, but I'm going to change. And he changed considerably. That's what being good to someone else can be. Now, just think in your own life. I'm sure you've had instances where something has happened to you that changed things for you. And this is what God wants you to do to help so he can use you to help change others. And so any time that you love your neighbor, no matter how it may work out, never be, you'll never know in this world what it will really do for that person. So never think of saying, well, I treated my I was trying to be good to my neighbor, and I got rebuffed. Well, don't think that it was worthless, because that's what Christ uses to draw them to him, not to you, but to him. Because drawing them to you, you can't get them to heaven. They can. Christ has the power to help a person change his life. And so never say to yourself, what I did for someone else was a waste of time. Because Christ uses that. You know, it's look at the martyrs. Look what good they did, although they had to suffer greatly. Well, every time we, get, we do something good for somebody else, we're helping other people 
get to heaven. 